0: When it comes to Podmeat's world, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5.
1: With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever.
2: And as you know,
0: we are tech heads. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ioniq 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies It's one week away. Do you know what I'm talking about, Will? Disneyland. Ooh. Hey, you know what? We should do that. But no, it's our our stream. Our stream is available in a week. Pod Meets World Live, presented by our pals at Hyundai. I hope you guys have already uh, bought your tickets so that you can watch our bully reunion. We
2: are doing our live show at the iHeart Theater, but you can watch it online.
0: Moment.co slash Pod Meets World. If you haven't already purchased your ticket, make sure you get it so you can celebrate with us.
1: And then we're going to Disneyland.
2: there's this great writer she writes for the atlantic her name's jennifer senior she put out this article a couple of weeks ago Uh, That's I've been thinking about so much, and I wanted to ask you guys, it's about the difference between how old you are and how old you feel. Mm. And she, you know, cites a few studies about how mostly people feel 20% younger than they are once they're over the age of like 35. But that before that, people either feel older than they are. Did I say that right? I said, if you're over 35, you
0: feel younger when right. you actually are. Yeah. Before 35, you feel older than you are. Yes.
2: Or yeah. you want to be older than you right. actually are. Or you're trying to be. Yeah. And, um, and I've always had this weird issue where I always felt like an old man, like from when I was a kid. Yeah. Do you, how where, where do you guys land on this issue?
0: I have wanted to be an old woman from the time I was little. I thought being old was exactly was exactly what I wanted. I just want to be old. But how and, old do you feel now? Do you feel... Good question. I don't really know. If you ask me how old I feel like physically in my body, I feel probably right about my age. I have Mm. more aches and pains now than I did before. Not a ton. I'm not like, you know, but like I will. Will and I sat in the same seats on the long uh, flight home that we had recently. We sat next to each other and I was talking to Will. We said we weren't going to talk, but we talked the whole time. We talked the whole flight. And um we sat next to each other and I was so I was I sat in the window and he sat in the aisle. And so my neck has a kink from just looking at Will on yep. the plane for however many hours I was looking that direction. I kept going, oh. God, my neck hurts. So, you know, that's a that seems like a 41, almost 42 year old thing to have that I wouldn't yep. have had as a kid. Um, I have some low back aches, you know, but like as far as youthful mentally. But what about mentally mentoring? well again I feel like I forget more stuff now but I also feel like some of that is having children that are still young and my mom brain where so much of my brain power goes toward taking care of small children and thinking ahead for them and, and their schedules and their plans maybe I'll get some of the maybe I'll get some of that back so I don't know but I I do also surprise myself that I'm gonna be 42 I'm like that yeah. can't be I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to be 42. Right. I have to be 32 or something.
1: Right.
0: So, Will, what about you? Uh,
1: I always wanted to be older when I was younger. And uh, like the same, you know, I just, uh, I just did. I was always attracted to older women. I always dated older women. I just wanted to be older than I was. Also, we grew up very fast in the business we were in. So by totally. 10 years old, I was smoking cigarettes. I was going down in New York City by myself. I was just, I was... Older for my age. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's funny, as I'm getting older and I'm the oldest of the crew, I'm gonna be 47 this year. Um I have the same feelings as you, Danielle, where I'm like, that can't be right. I can't be 40. Because in my head, (laughs) right? You're still 35-ish. Yeah, Yeah. if that, if that frankly, I mean I'm I'm like in my my late twenties. And it's funny because as our parents age, I think to myself, where god willing I get to my parents' age, the thing that's so interesting as you're living that chapter of your life is your body is, is 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 shutting down in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. your mind is still your f- might still feel like you're 20 25 if you're lucky so it's like yeah. there's a disconnect between the body and the mind and and what you're talking about writer, there's a there's a quote that i have on my my um refrigerator i have all these different quote magnets and one of them i look at every day and i think it's from satchel page was how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are
0: Right. So right. it's like, That's if you never knew, yeah, if you yeah. never
1: knew how old you were and somebody asked you, what would your answer be? Yeah. Um, so That's it's, cool. yeah, it's that same kind of kind of thing. What what about you, Ryder? Is, are you where you are in your mind or?
2: Yeah, I actually think I'm pretty, 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 pretty because I've always wanted to be older. Um, but I do think that as I get older, I want to make an effort to be younger uh, right. because I, uh, yeah, I feel like, I, I feel like. When I was growing up, I always wanted to be older, you know, act more mature. And mm-hmm. now I want to act m- more immature. <laughs> like right. I yeah, want to be less mature because, like, I you know, for instance, when I talk to my my college students, I'm like their way their brains work. It just like is so they're so open, you know, and right, they're yeah. so they're still like absorbing new ideas and and you know watching movies and reading scripts and being like what that can change the way i think about movies and i'm like i always want to be that way you know because right. um, yeah. that happened naturally but now as i get older it gets harder and harder you know you start becoming yeah. like an old man, where you're just right. like, no, I'm, let me tell you what good movies are, what a good book <laughs> is. And I just don't want to be that. So now yeah. I want to make an effort to try and be younger, actually. Um, well,
1: that's what I always say. I've always said, I live by this. There's a very big difference between childish and childlike. Right. And so, yeah. childlike is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Last night, I, you know, we, I, we'd been traveling this whole weekend. We were around people all weekend. I love being at the cons, Dungeons and Dragons, talking, all that kind of stuff. And I wanted to relax last night. So, I put on the new Batman animated movie and I got to watch a nice animated film and yeah. ate some popcorn. And it was like, I love that stuff. That to me is. Is yeah. is just so enjoyable and and video games and which I don't play a whole lot of, but you know tabletop and stuff like that. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's you know hanging out with Indy at Disneyland that day. Right. Was well, that's super the
2: thing. fun. When you're with a kid, it's yeah. so yeah. it happens. It just happens because like you know, it's something my dad always said. You know, he was encouraging me to have kids uh, all throughout my life, but he's he just always said you get to live your childhood over again. You get yeah. to have a second childhood. Yeah, and it's so true. I, yeah. and, and, you know, and and what, what I have to remind myself as a parent is to just allow myself to do that because you yeah. so easily get caught up in like, did you brush your teeth? Did you do this? Did you, we, we got to get to school on time or take this class? And what I realized is that what Indy really wants and what I actually benefit the most from is like, just playing together and yep. just yeah. being like as as much of an eight year old in my brain as I can, and it's so beneficial for him. It's so beneficial for me, and we just have sure. so much fun. But it takes a lot to sort of like flip that switch and not be yeah. like, but we should be doing something constructive or right. productive, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so be like, no, we're just yeah. gonna you know sit here and, and play And we formed with Adler.
1: I stole I mean, that baby right? form with Adler. That mm. was a ton of fun. I exactly. know, and I
0: we were actually just talking about the fact, writer, that one of the ways I want to stay that I want to stay young and that kids help you is um, by staying active and staying physical too. Yeah. Because will we also talked about this? As you age, it becomes easier and easier to just sit on the couch more. Yep. And I really think that as far as staying young and staying healthy is staying physically active, and it doesn't yeah. mean you need to be weightlifting five times a week or doing you know running a marathon marathon which is great if you can but even just going outside and walking and and yep. and my kids are keeping me young in that way that yep. i i am constantly running after them and anyway yep. yeah dogs a, will
1: do that too get a dog take a dog for a walk yeah. take a dog to the park it's like yeah it's great stuff
0: absolutely love it well let's uh jump into our recap today welcome to pod meets world i'm danielle fischl i'm Ryder strong
1: and i'm will fredell
0: so let's jump into our recap. This is season two, episode 17, On the Air. It originally aired February 10th, 1995. The synopsis is that Mr. Feeney makes the decision to pull the plug on Corey and Sean's radio program at school when their format takes an inappropriate turn. Eric enters the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. <laughs> it was directed by David Trainer. It was written by Mark Blutman and Howard Busking. And it guest starred Jonathan C. Kaplan as Alvin Meese. Back again. again. He's back again. again. Alvin Meese. Is yeah. this the last time or does he keep I coming back? I think this back? is the last time. This is insane that we
2: didn't have more memories of, I mean, uh, yeah, I know. I it was like season two, yeah. one of our most recurring guest stars. What did
1: you do? Is this three, four? This is four, at least three. I think, yeah. I think this I think is four. four. I think this is four. It's yeah. Four episodes. Yeah. It's half as many as Danny did.
0: Right. Yeah. That's right. crazy. Yeah. And then writer's good friend, Hillary Tuck, appears yeah. as Sarah. She will return later in our Disney World episode. And Justin Thompson as Ludwig. So I thought maybe you guys would think this was as interesting as I do. He was also in an episode of Quantum Leap in 1992, where cool. he played... Donald Trump. Really? really? Yeah. Well, I think I, I remember that
1: episode. Wait, there's a Quantum Leap episode where somebody was Donald Trump?
0: Where somebody was I Donald Trump. I think I remember that. It was such wow. a good show. Quantum Isn't that funny? I loved that show. show. Such a good I show. I did too. Yeah, God, That's weird. That's like one of the few
2: television shows I
0: really loved as a kid. Me too. All right, Quantum yeah. Leap Rewatch. Here oh. we go. Oh, I would
1: love it. Are you kidding? I would love it. I would love it. So um, good. What I did not love was this episode. Whoa, I'm totally really? honest with you.
2: I thought you might like it. I didn't like it either, but it was just kind of a romp.
1: So I figured like... Yeah, but it I wasn't, figured I wasn't was gonna even be... a good romp. It, it's yeah. a romp that made no sense. Made no sense. The story made no sense. There's a lot the going B on. The B story with the... I totally forgot that Robin Leach was on this episode. Me too! Like, I wondered if I you was remembered like, it. I was like, "Wait, what Robin Leach is on this." I remember I had, none of this, and we'll oh, get into all this. But okay. there's stuff that's Man, happening I thought, where I thought it's like, like going to be the, the only hell? detractor no. because
2: because this episode does kind of loom large just because of the whole like you know video stuff. Well, but it's
0: yeah, also because that one also line. Just like in my mind, I, I, we had fun. Like I think yeah, we had yes, a lot of it fun making kind this fun episode. episode. It's not like there's a lot going on, and you guys don't. It's not like you know. Yeah, I can see how it's not your favorite, but it's also just kind of a fun episode. I don't know. It's, I thought it was just kind of uh, dumb. Dumb. <laughs> it dumb. It was just felt
2: dumb to me. I felt like yes. not only, you know, and I know dumb Sean is funny, but it's also like dumb Sean drives things. Dumb Eric drives yeah. things. It just felt like, and then it just kind of felt like easy jokes. And there was all, also all, all dumb
1: Corey in this one. It was just kind of like everybody yeah. was dumb. It was just really well, weird.
2: It was a nice return of of Feeney though. like Feeney's yeah. driving a lot of Bill's the energy great. So, and I Bill's thought that was great. cool to see um but well yeah. I think
0: also you know we talked about this before where you talk about the stakes in a kids show when you can't really up the stakes too much because you're then promoting stuff that families don't want kids doing
3: right.
0: so I think this suffers a little bit from what the stakes could be but I think if you think about the idea of doing a kid romp fun episode about free speech and what that means and we- and what free speech but you also have responsibilities like if you think about it from that standpoint like i like the i like the message of the episode and i i think it was I a guess. fun way to get there
2: yeah i know you
0: do something where you talk i
2: don't know the fact that we're just doing it to meet girls is just dumb it's just like it
0: doesn't it was just know.
1: little things for me, though. Like, well, we'll, we'll get, into it. Okay, we'll get okay. in. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll I'm not up. even uh, done talking about who's yeah. in this
0: episode. I know. There's That's what I mean. There's Laurie Fortier as Jasmine. She was Agatha in The Walking Dead, still working. Oh, cool. Ooh. Grant Gelt as Spencer, another Sandlot actor. He played Bertram Grover Weeks. <laughs> okay.
1: Say and that five times fast.
0: Robin Leach as Robin Leach.
1: We totally no memory happened. that he was good either. No. I cannot None believe either. we did
0: that, and I don't remember it.
1: And right. for all the younger people out there that are Pod Meets World fans and Boy Meets World fans, Robin Leach was on a very popular show at the time Black called Lifestyles Life of the Rich and Famous, and he'd always oh, yeah. yell, here we are, champagne dreams and caviar wishes. That's, that's pretty That's really good. And it was like, that's, really good. <laughs> was like, that's oh, yeah, what yeah, no, he Indy, do, yeah. Indy
2: watched this one with me and just did not, did not get the storyline at all. He still laughed at you, Will. He still yeah. thought you were funny, but... Did not like there, there was no understanding of what what these mag. he's like, he got every magazine. He, I yeah. was like, yeah. right, right. he's like,
0: okay, and I'm like, because they used to never mind. I, and then Robin I forget Leech showed up that and that I don't remember what that connection was with the yeah, magazine. You had to
1: buy, like, they say you didn't have to buy the stuff to win this, the publisher's clearinghouse, and it would always say, like, you might have won 10,000, you know, and then you got they'd come to your house with the publisher's right. clearinghouse. I remember
2: but it wasn't that. Robin Leach, he didn't no, do that, no,
1: of course not. That so was they, somebody else, they just, right? just like, wanted there was some Robin other famous
2: Leech. person, and I don't even.
1: Ed McMahon yeah. was Publisher's Clearinghouse. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, I, so it's a
2: little confusing. So they, could not, they couldn't get Ed McMahon, so they yeah. You you know that they wrote this one way, and then they were like, "Who else can we get?"
1: Possibly. I and mean, yeah, it was just kind of All like, right, let's get into
2: it. Let's weird. get into it. Anyway. Actually, <laughs> okay. anyway, Great.
0: so we start Scene the episode one, one. in the radio studio. Mr. Feeney is launching the John Adams High radio station after a 10 year absence. He accidentally triggers a pig sound effect instead of the horns blowing. Alvin Meese is his co-host on a morning zoo show, but Feeney is hogging the mic from Alvin. But he does have a funny joke. Nobody likes a mic hog. Nobody is... like the mic cog. <laughs> and then Feeney decides to play his first song, Michael Bolton. Mm. I love Michael Bolton. It's interesting that Michael Bolton
2: is like what
0: we're making fun of because wasn't I he pretty know. popular still? Yes, and he Michael Bolton was huge. So cool, and, and he's so great. good. He's the Bolt. Come on,
1: yeah, yeah. But this I love was, This was a you know, I, th-
2: I feel like he was really at a peak in like ninety to ninety-two. So at this point. And, I, yeah. and I, I guess the other thing is he was very, like, adult contemporary. So for teenagers, right. Michael Bolton would, would have been cheesy. Right. It would have I been loved Michael music. Bolton. I loved him even back then. Me like, exactly
1: too. what they wanted, the funnier word v- v- would have been Kenny G.
2: Yeah. That's
1: exactly what they were looking for, but that for kids would have been even worse. Well, they like say Harry
2: Como next, right? Right. Um, which, right. Well, which that's is one fine. of the things
1: we yeah. need to talk about because in 30 seconds, he plays three songs. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: And you never so, hear the songs.
1: It's like, what? What? Yeah. It's like, how did you play all three songs in 30 seconds?
0: Right. Yeah. What was the point of that? Um, but we cut to the school cafeteria. Sean is trying to clip the wires to the speakers so they don't have to hear the song. Sean is wearing an incredible outfit, I think. He's I wearing, think it's actually
2: a really, it's so this is when cool. the vest-shirt cool. cool. combo works. I even wrote it is, vest. It yeah, is so I was beautiful. It. it is I a, was, a yeah.
0: heathered cream shirt Mm, with an awesome paisley button down and then a like quilted vest. Yeah. And it's a a cool look, look, man. Good look.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, this is it. It kind of fits me better. Yeah. uh, yeah. It's like all the all the Sean ideas coalesced have come together. Yeah, exactly.
0: It really I was really like chef's kiss there. As a podcast focus on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air.
1: (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore.
0: Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner.
2: It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet
1: 16 or college graduation, first steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history.
0: The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media. So they have you covered.
1: Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. and you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals.
2: I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold.
0: Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift.
1: So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories.
0: Go to LegacyBox.com world to save
2: 60% during their best Mother's Day sale
1: ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly.
0: That's LegacyBox.com world. Summer is steadily approaching and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like
1: a sad radish for the entire vacation.
0: Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With
1: your shirt on.
0: Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son
2: and your wife and... Torture everyone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all
1: about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick.
0: It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water, and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after
1: a nice long run. And you can travel with liquid IV
2: right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning.
0: Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss.
1: Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV.
2: Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code
0: WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com.
1: And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
0: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off. That's
2: B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code world. Books promo code
1: world. I am going to just start. By saying something that I've, ever, I don't think we've ever really done on the show, and okay. I think I'm, this is the first time I'm going to do it. But I'm going to have a, a criticism of Ben's performance. Mm, interesting. This entire episode, he seemed really mellow. Well, do I I, I, I know why. I know why. Was he sick? He's sick? Yeah, you can tell. That's he's what sick. I thought. I thought he was sick or something because he no,
2: just the irony he does is, not have the, the energy The irony is at it's all. an episode about your voice and I could hear the second he started talking I, I was like, it, "Okay, oh, so I, knew, I wrote, is yep. he sick? Because yeah. Yeah. he's like, he's so clearly he's has a cold. so or, subdued or, he, this yes. entire
1: episode. No, okay. He, he could have been on cold maybe. medicine,
2: man. You could hear it in his voice the second he started talking. That's what I wrote down. I was like, oh my god, it's a whole episode
1: about using
2: your voice and he's sick. It's such a bummer.
0: because He is mellow
1: the entire, you could tell he's He's, he's just off he's yeah. off well, he doesn't have the energy
0: it's right. such a shame that we worked together so closely for all those years and we just don't know each other at all you know ben, that all no, three no. of us <laughs> have written in our notes Ben has ben, a cold Ben's yep. off right?
1: yep. Ben's <laughs> off Ben's got a cold we knew it right away yep okay uh, yep, I figured but I didn't know but he was there just you go. off yep
0: Okay. So Mr. Turner hands Sean a plastic knife. the boys accept it and then they do their gasp when they realize it was Turner he tells them to get down. Feeney then follows up the smooth sounds of Bolton with Perry Cuomo, which is a great uh, gr- that is what they should have gone with first because i I think my I think they were trying to go for this is your parents music and right. That right. is what Perry Como feels like. But, but it, it also should have been like 1930s. Music. It should yeah. have gone like so yeah. old, a little, like more yes.
2: Phoenish, you know. Yeah. That, that would correct. have been funny.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's Les bound and his band of renown. Stuff like that. Shush. Exactly. Both right. of you looking exactly. at me like I'm crazy. Exactly. See, that's, maybe that's what, what you need. That's the
2: problem is that then they would have been too obscure, so they right. wanted it to be
0: a yeah. yeah. run cowboy. Cuz he even, also
1: he also says it, Menudo, which is which right. is weird. I don't get that.
0: Yeah, but like a
1: boy band from from the 80s. Oh, 80s. I was thinking it
0: was still early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Mr. Turner says if Corey and Sean don't like what they hear, they should get on the radio station themselves. Sean doesn't like this idea, but Corey starts to like the idea of being on the radio, so he convinces Sean to do it. I did think it was kind of stupid funny that you guys both get into the idea of what you have, like pressing the button. We're just like, mm-hmm. yeah. You
1: yeah. could tell you guys were playing at that. But that was like kind of ad libby. That's, and ben, yeah. that's you, know, you and Ben yeah. playing and having fun. Yeah, and I yeah, like that. kind that. of, of ad libby.
0: Even if it's not a joke that like gets a big, huge yep. guffaw laugh. It's just that's just fun to me. You're <laughs> just riffing. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I like that. Corey says he has a radio voice and Sean says he has a radio face. Radio, a radio face. face. <laughs> if they're serious. You make a
2: t-shirt of just my face it says that. Radio a face. Face,
0: face. Got a face radio for radio.
1: Face for radio. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, if they're serious, Turner says he will talk to Feeney later. Mr. Feeney then starts playing Minuto through the speakers and Turner con- concedes that he will talk to him now. Three and
1: songs then, in 30 seconds. He said yep, That's plays.
0: right. Yep. And then we're in the Matthews kitchen. Corey comes comes downstairs, giving the weather report to his family. He's on his way to his first day on the radio. Eric asks if he's taking requests, and then tells Corey to swallow his head and leave. Yep. Isn't to swallow your head a little bit of like a from a Mister Feeney era insult? Probably. Swallow your head. It's like. Yeah. Sit on this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. You're not George. Like that kind of stuff. I think George was cool back in the day.
2: Right, right. But that's like Uh, a classic. This is like the classic. I don't know. This is why this episode's not that interesting to me because it's like insult. Uh, Okay, it's somewhat. Cleverly worded insult, but the, all Eric is doing is just insulting Corey. And it's like, okay, right. can we do something more? Yeah. Can, right. can could Eric have something to say about radio no. or music or this Corey's taste? This so or,
1: tacked on. This entire yeah. everything I was in there, it was just like it seemed like they wrote a script and then went, oh wait, he's guaranteed to be here this week. We've got to write something. <laughs> it, it just, just seems, co- so you know, what it
2: felt color by numbers in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. see it. It was just like the yeah. obligatory, and sometimes yeah. that worked. Like. You know the the line that we've always talked about. Maybe you know he maybe he Don't doesn't love. see us. Yeah. It was so yeah. funny. Great and it's line. like there could be it, like once you have that situation, it can be any line. But that's a good one. Yeah. But I feel like throughout this episode, there's a lot of zingers or like that yeah. just fall flat. I'm not like okay, mm. yeah, I get the idea. But
0: yeah, well, it's another one of those situations too where it's like. Ben comes down and says like, oh, radio, I'm going to the radio. And then they were like, how do we get him out of here? And exactly. it's like, how do we have Haverick conflict? How, and do how do we do- knock and him He, down. he really yeah. isn't needed in the scene. This is supposed no. to be the setup for the B story. So get yeah. him out of there or don't yeah. even have him in it. But it's part of the yeah.
2: problem is, the part of the problem is we're following Danger Boy, which was an episode right. that I think,
0: while it had its surreal
2: and absurdist, you know, roller coaster moments, literally, it also just had that that grounding stuff between Ben and Feeney that was so right. smart
1: yep. and it was so character
2: based and grounded and relatable and i just this didn't have any of that so no. I, it felt like we just you know and yeah it just felt like we're kind of like ping-ponging between shows you know different right. different tones
1: and i think that i think that coupled with Ben obviously giving a much more mellow performance because he didn't feel well yeah. it, it all just compounded into kind of a meh episode yeah. for me all the way around
0: Well, Corey takes off for school saying Eric just doesn't want him around when he weasels mom and dad for money. Eric sits down at the kitchen and Alan asks Eric to give it his best weasel, which (laughs) I took it could mean one of two things. Either give me your best weasel, as in go ahead and give me your best weaseling me for money. But also you nickname... Morgan, weasel, weasel and she's then the first one though. who speaks. I know he hasn't called yeah. her that, and so then I was like, maybe I was very
2: confused too. Yeah, How I'm not sure what that
0: joke no. is.
1: Yep, no,
0: but so Morgan calls out Eric for blowing his money on babes, and Eric says his allowance has not kept pace with inflation and that Alan has no idea what it costs to take out a pretty girl. And then after a death glare from Amy, Eric decides to try that again. But then Morgan hands Eric a letter from Robin Leach and the National Family Publisher says he's the winner of ten million. Eric believes it and his family obviously tries to tell him that's not realistic. Alan plays along and says he can finally get the brain surgery he needs. He asks Amy if she knows what's jokes. I know it's It's like
1: so basic. It was like it was written by somebody it's just so different this week. Well we
0: also have jumped immediately into Eric being Dumb as a yeah. box of rocks.
1: All of a sudden, he's just, he's really stupid. Also, does he work? Because Alan eventually says, come work to the grocery store. store so does is he not
0: working there anymore? No, and he's his not salary? working there anymore. You say, no, no thanks. I'm going to get rich this way. And so I think you're not working there anymore. But they okay. also are acting as if you've never worked there.
1: Yeah, which is, it's just, it's, it was very confusing. The whole thing was very weird. And he is, he's totally dumb now. And yeah. it was, it was just kind of, they're going into that instant. I don't know. It was very, it's a whole thing was just very odd.
2: It feels like a married with children scene or something, you know? It's yeah. like this sort of like, baby, baby,
1: baby, Like, yeah, it was very by the numbers, very by the numbers. And the numbers weren't all that great. So it was just kind of like, yeesh. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: he asks Amy if she knows what's inside his head. And her response is, life is like a box of chocolates. And Eric says, contemporary huh?
2: reference. Yeah. yeah. And did you guys know at Will's, <laughs> huh? Did you hear just our writers laughing? Yeah, of course. It's like (laughs) one of our. What it's like the audience wasn't as with it, but you could. I could hear like the chorus of dudes laughing, which the dude so familiar, right? And I know what happened. I know that Will, you probably had done it differently every time. Yep. And so they lost it because that was the first time you had done it that specific way. Probably. And they laughed harder than the audience. And But it's kept, it. The, it's the audio of our like, yeah. you know, five but writers laughing. But the
1: Forrest Gump reference, I it's know. just all so, it's very like, yeah, just, mm. yeah.
0: Well, Amy tells Eric to go wait by the front door for Robin Leach. And then we are back in the radio studio. Corey and Sean are starting their first radio show. Sean is wearing the Atlas heart shirt again. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're where so is, is this now two episodes in a row? Did we a row, just I think. see it in Danger Boy? Yeah.
2: No, I think it was maybe one before. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it's definitely becoming my uh, my go-to. One of my go-to. It's already yeah. your
0: go-to. So, they are interviewing Sarah from the student council to discuss the cancellation of the ninth grade spring dance. Sarah says there's no story here. They just ran out of money and they're going to have a bake sale to save the dance. Thanks. Corey And they never, her.
1: by the way, never have, once talking to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Not a single time. Are either of them actually addressing the microphone... Oh, you, you don't like really this need. Whole, yeah. You don't need
0: to talk into a microphone. <laughs> no, <You> just, <laughs>
1: no. This is this sounds. I'm sorry. Just well, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, what? You, exactly. have, you, you had a comment? Can, you
0: guys, no, um, you don't need to talk into the microphone. Yeah, you
2: don't need to. When you're no, sitting it's in it's totally a, fine. Everybody, everybody can everybody hear you <laughs> no
0: matter yourself, what. It's over here. It's a great.
1: It's a great episode of Pod People. Do you guys, <laughs> guys do
0: you guys like this show?
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody having fun. Everybody. The entire episode, I'm just going talking into the microphone. Okay.
2: Well, hold on. I wasn't gonna bring this up yet because it actually didn't occur to me until the dancing at the end. What? school radio show goes over the PA throughout the entire school. Like, what is that? Who are they trying Isn't to how get that, that's how to Calabash's call high school's in? in. One. Yeah. What? Who's gonna that's call our in? High... Oh, Your high no, school is was weird. constantly playing music? over Not all the PAs, No, over, no. during class <laughs> Not like, what is happening when do you, you have a radio station that <laughs> that people can tune into right you don't actually just play it over the whole loudspeaker in the cafeteria no
0: you we only did that for the morning announcements the morning okay. announcements right. we had broadcast for morning announcements. Right.
2: but this is a radio show where people can call in who, that is for just where? broadcasting throughout the entire school constantly yes that would be so annoying like, who w-
1: is going to call i'm sitting there yelling at my screen the whole time going who are you trying to get to call in that there's, no cell yeah, there's no not call right. right who's calling in the yeah. middle of the school day it's like yeah. what the hell is happening it made no, no sense no, it, it made, made no, no sense,
2: sense. yeah no. this whole no, thing there's was no just... logic to this entire it mm-hmm. doesn't none none it's yeah so and weird. that's hard to get, get past it yeah
0: you
1: know. yeah it was so bizarre <laughs> yeah
0: well corey pushes Sarah for more of a story to see what she's hiding it's very boring and then there's some feedback this show is bad Corey asks what is the profit margin on a cupcake and everyone in the cafeteria listening groans <sighs> Corey asks sean for help but he gets none Corey begs people to call in and when no one does sean wants to go home Corey tries to grill sarah but she says i don't know man i'm just a kid
2: <laughs> i love that line i know <laughs> Hillary's so good
0: Sarah says no one else wanted to do Corey's radio show. And then Sean notices that they have their first caller. They pick up the phone and it's someone speaking German. Corey informs him that the German hour is the next hour. And they hang up. Sarah then because, tries of course, to leave.
1: every hour in this high school As is booked radio. for a radio show.
0: Over
2: all the PAs. What uh, the hell
1: is (laughs) happening right now, is my question. I don't get it.
2: There's no reality.
0: None. (laughs) It's like none. It's so weird. Sarah then tries to leave, but Corey picks up a call from Spencer. Spencer asks Sarah if she's still going out with Joey DeRuza. Corey tries to go back to the bake sale, but Sean knows they're on to something. Sarah says they broke up last week. Sean convinces Spencer to ask Sarah out. She says yes, and they head to meet by the soda machine now. Yeah. This I did like,
2: and I I, I think that the, there's a kernel of a really cool idea in this episode, baked into this episode, which is that if you... You know that you, if you can, you can cater to an audience and get more ratings. Yeah, it's sort of like a, a commentary on on what you do when you have a television show, which is if you go for like the sleazy, yes. easy thing, you 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 have a show that might be popular, but it's not good for the world. And I right. feel like this ep- this episode could have gone that direction, like but I didn't. a lot, but it didn't quite no. get there for me. No. Instead, it has this like freedom freedom of speech stuff, which is okay, but like I like the lesson that Corey and Sean. Should have you know they 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 can do like a dating show or whatever. Yeah, they and become just, Howard Stern. Exactly, that yes, would have been a that's great. That's what I like, thought where right. it
1: should have gone. It's like yes. it gets so sensational and so crazy that yes. it then ends up they you have to do some kind of stunt in the school. Somebody somebody yes. gets hurt. It goes nuts. Right. As opposed to somebody just asked this girl out and then people started listening to it. No, it wasn't that big but a that deal.
0: Is what exa- exactly what you guys just said should have happened is exactly what happens. It starts off with a girl just being. Asked Asked out. And then the next thing that happens is talking about hip waiters in a bikini top. And then the more escalation above that is that they have a rave in the school, which again mm. ties into what yeah. I was talking about, which is you can only have elevated stakes for kids programming so much. You couldn't do a crazy wacky stunt where someone dies because you're oh, going to get a million letters or where someone even gets really hurt. It, it the, the problem with these kinds of stakes in right. a kids show is that right. you can only go so far and so right. they did I actually that's exactly what my point was at the beginning of the episode where I kind I like that idea that there's this yeah. idea of free speech but you get wrapped up in the ratings and the success of it but you should have a responsibility with the speech that you are allowed that with your free speech so, yeah I like that idea I don't feel like the story don't think actually
2: illustrates it. that well I, I feel okay. like it, it, it ends up being more I don't know it just doesn't feel like that that message isn't resonated throughout the actual action for me it it felt it felt more about like the hijinks of you know hiding in the closet or running around here or turner flipping on the switch when we didn't and it just didn't feel like that conversation landed for me i don't
1: know i agree i I agree this uh, this whole thing i thought i found i felt like i just what you're saying danielle i see what they were going for yeah, it just never got, got there, there for me at no. all. Yeah, I, and then there was I just got an Eric storyline.
0: I got it. Yeah. I, I I got it. I feel like I feel like Will was a little wasted. You're you're funnier than this, and the B story is a little like. Let's Tacked do better. On. Yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah. But I think knowing the constraints of the raising of the stakes for the first storyline and it being yep. just kind of fun and the way Turner and Feeney are on just the right amount of opposing sides before then right. very much being on the same side. I thought all of that was really strong, um, you know, other than Ben being sick, which I could tell I, I liked the sh- the I thought like Corey and Sean, it was kind of fun. So I don't know. It yeah. worked for me. I'll be I'll be the only one. I'll stand when- on an island alone.
1: When when do you when are you part of this show all the time? I have time, no Danielle? idea.
0: I'm I'm just I've never been on Boy Meets World. <laughs> I was gonna say I thought you were
1: on way more episodes than this second season. Like way more episodes than this. I, again, I sat there like, guys, another one that she's
0: not in. It was so strange. I think yeah. it must be season three. It's funny. I always remember remembered that fact.
2: It's funny you really? guys don't remember. I, I always no. knew that Danielle that that it was more retro, retrospectively, retroactively right. that Topanga became this like yeah. legendary, essential part of our show. In the actual reality of first and second seasons, she just wasn't there that
0: yeah. much. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I, I mean, yeah. I, I remembered that too. Um, I think it, what what I'm what I'm realizing is how few. I don't remember how many I do. If I end up doing. 11 or 13 this season. But what I think I'm thinking is how few 13 feels
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in the, the scheme gr- of yeah. 22. Yep. But I think
0: part of that is because sometimes I'm in the episode, but I'm there to say two things, you yeah, know, right. and then it's like, well, no wonder that episode doesn't, I don't really remember being there for yeah. that episode. They just land um, so heavy. Like, I mean, in a, in a good
2: way, like, you know, the fact that y- the Who's Afraid of Corey Wolf ended with the two of you kissing uh the episode of the dance ended with the two of you dancing it was like it you know so it feels like oh the topanga storyline is the storyline but the 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 reality of you being there week to week it's just and you're not there that Yeah, it's yeah very strange we talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us
0: absolutely without jen fischel what pictures would we post on our social media
2: but above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will,
1: what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow.
0: Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers.
1: You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from
2: Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement?
0: Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano.
1: That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special.
0: And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now.
1: And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
0: Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off.
2: That's B O U Q S.com promo code WORLD.
1: promo code WORLD.
0: When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever.
1: Say teched-out again.
0: Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze you lose.
1: Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV.
2: The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just
1: 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing me to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia.
0: And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 Rear Wheel Drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
1: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all.
0: So Corey tells Sean, no one is interested in this. But then we cut to the school cafeteria and everyone is cheering. Sean says the flo- phone lines are blowing up. And I really felt like we could have had an insert shot of the phones blowing up. Mm-hmm. You pointed yeah. down to them and we had already done another insert shot where like yeah. the one or two people were calling. And I really felt like I'd like to see all those. All right. Let's have a conversation
1: up. with David Trainer.
0: OK. Good yeah. Idea. Exactly. Time machine. Well, time machine. Yeah.
1: First we have oh, to invent a chat. Okay. No, it's great. It's cuz cuz what you do is you obviously run to the bank of phones at your school. <laughs> of course to call into to the local radio. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Who's calling? Who's calling? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gosh, <laughs> Corey doesn't think this is an interesting idea and he says it's just a bunch of lonely guys calling in. Corey says this is the worst idea ever. And then suddenly a line full of girls walk into the studio the to get to who, get on the radio and talk to the boys.
2: She also looks like she's twenty four years she old. Does. Right? Oh, yeah. She does. Absolutely
1: does. <laughs> well, yeah, she again, looks like
2: I I guess maybe high schoolers do just look exactly. like Exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. I
0: think supposed to be maybe even like a senior. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: know, but maybe it's just the way she's dressed or I don't know. I was like, Well, this yes, we woman have another, another so woman in thigh
0: old. high pantyhose. Yep. Yeah. Yep. As, yeah, it was like a woman walking in with in
1: little boys. Yeah, exactly. Right. It was sex very kitten
0: on her. Shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah crazy. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Corey goes fully into it and they start promoting Jasmine Fontana, who is single and she's on the show and they are now calling the show Lunchtime Lust. A bunch of guys from the cafeteria run toward the studio when he says she likes to fish and nothing but hip waiters and bikini bottom and a okay, bikini top.
2: Wh- what is the what is this joke? It's repeated twice. Jasmine, when she says her name.
0: Right. And then he goes, if it's not, it should be. Right. What? what? I don't understand. I think that it
1: kind of sounds like a porn star name is yeah. I think the joke they're going for. Yeah,
0: I think, or like a stripper name. Like, right. uh, if that's not her real name, it should be. It like, should be. Yeah, I'm like,
1: Jasmine Fontana. Yeah, you right. are. Like, that's right. the joke.
2: Yeah,
0: you are.
1: It's I just, like, I don't get it. Like, no, it's like. Well,
0: you
2: don't I'm, say that. You say, if it's not, it should be. So and then right. I think the next I'm, one is, then Ben says, or we say it again, we do it twice, yeah. and I was like, I don't understand this joke. Right. It's just a
1: stripper it. porn name, I think, is what they're going yeah. for.
0: Yeah, the Roxy heart of it all.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh Corey says callers are asking if she's a good kisser, and she says there's a way she can answer this question, and she goes in to kiss Corey. Corey closes his eyes, and then, boom, he opens them, and it's Mr. Feeney. Feeney's with joke. a...
1: Yeah, that's a funny joke with the, you look. Really? You look, different, you up look different up close. You look oh, different up close. You look different up close. I thought is a but funny just line.
2: But like closing your eyes. To oh go no, in of course no. But shit. the line.
1: Oh,
0: so, it is. So, I
1: agree. It's ugh, this it's is just, so paint by numbers. This episode yes. to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree.
0: So Feeney is with a German kid Ludwig and tells him to take Kids over great. for Kids the newly so popular so Corey and good. Sean Show. Yeah, oh my god, so great.
2: <laughs> yeah, this I love. I love the, the poor German kid getting tied up. I love that yeah. whole storyline. Like I'm, I'm on board. Yeah,
0: yeah. He plays only German music and he takes no requests. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're in the school hallway. Mr. feeney kicks the boys out of the studio, but all the students in the halls are clapping. And he tells Corey what to get out. What hallway
2: set is this? I Isn't went it the back. Same I was, hallway. I, was, the same I don't hallway. think it is because we're not coming out of the boys' bathroom. It's like a whole new set, and you never see the actual hallway. Like there's nothing behind us. Like normally b- behind where, if we were coming out of the boys' bathroom, I think there would be that, um, like the upper level behind us. But it's not in this.
1: Is it not? I didn't. I, I just think, my I was, mind like, saw w- it I, as I, the original hallway. All I wrote hallway, down yeah. is
2: what hallway set is this? Because uh, it seems like it's its own. Is set. this the
0: only time in the show you see it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember seeing... I don't remember even the I set either. that this was on. Yeah, so man. I don't... Um, and then we're in Mr. Feeney's classroom. He's teaching! Principal Yay. Feeney's teaching his class. Mr. Feeney um, is... Uh, says they're going to be studying the Bill of Rights tomorrow. And then says, oh dear. Corey hears that from behind him and asks Feeney what the First Amendment is. Corey and Sean pretend to not remember. And they ask Feeney in a playful manner. Feeney mumbles, freedom of speech. Corey asks if it applies to everybody, and Feeney says no. Mr. Feeney says that what they said on on the air was inappropriate, and the rights of the Constitution were intended for those with responsibility. Sean says, if it doesn't apply to us, then why do we have to learn it? Everybody's question when you're in school as a kid. When am I ever going to need this? Lots of times, by the way,
1: you don't. Just for the record,
0: a hundred percent. Guess yeah. who's never needed trig?
1: But you, yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: But the point of the point of most of your education is to learn how to learn.
0: Sure, yes. So I,
2: oh, I don't disagree. It's, it's a worthwhile exercise, you know, to learn. I agree. Uh, math and science even if you're not going to use those like but yeah, you're, put your also brain gonna find, the, you're also going
1: to find you're also going to find the people that have the scientific or mathematic aptitude to then make that their career that's also how right. you find like sure. wow i discover. speak in math it's like right. okay that's i'm <clears> going to go like into that really well yeah absolutely yeah which i just never did so
2: this whole freedom of speech thing just does not make sense to me like i, I just don't get what the first amendment has to do with because it to me it's about the quality of the content that's mm-hmm. the point right it's not the like right to say any of this like, he's not trying to
1: silence them that's how I, mean. I look he's at it he's not saying
2: like you're not a. he's saying don't do this crappy like they had the right to have a show and no one was shutting them down just for the sake of shutting like it's it's just weird like and i don't know i, I always feel this way about freedom of speech stuff it's like if you're using the first amendment the First Amendment is about the legal right to say something, right? Right. That, that, that's right. not the same as, like, whether you should or should not, or whether you offend right. people or not. Right. Like, you should have consequences for the things you say. That's yes. the thing. You said the exact right?
1: word. To me, freedom of speech is not speech without consequence. Exactly. Those are two very different things. Two
2: completely different—and yet it yes. always gets caught up in this way. And I feel like it this does. episode falls prey to the same argument. It's like, yeah, you have the right to stand up and be a Nazi or whatever, but that doesn't make you a good person. or doesn't make it a good radio show, right? Like— Right. right, and it if just, you
0: work for a place that then wants to to fire you, if you work for like a private, you they, know, like in they this have case, the right to this fire school, you. they <laughs> have the right to fire you. Yes, uh, yes, I agree with you on in. I agree with you in principle, but we're doing ABC TGIF
1: kids. But show. there's a better version of this. I think is what right. Ryan's saying, and I don't Time disagree. Action.
2: So oversimplified. And I was just like, what does First Amendment have to do with like what they're actually, because the point shouldn't be we have the right to say this. The point should be do better shows, you know? Like, but that's where if Feeney turns
1: around and the message is, I'm not telling you, you can't say, I'm, you yeah. know, if they should come to the idea themselves that they are appealing to the lowest common denominator. Yes. And so yes. that's the thing where it's Feeney kind of going, I'm not going to silence you. You've got but, to figure out why this, this is, is not bad. okay. Well, yeah. You and I,
0: I agree with you that the, the, the what they end up learning is like oh we can get great listeners just by By also being ourselves so it still comes down to i just want i just want listeners i just want good ratings right exactly it's not about the
2: responsibility to do something interesting it's just like you can be honest don't try and be not be yourself was that a problem like being ourselves we are horny little boys like that's what being ourselves that's being honest i don't know it's
1: so weird But have something to say, I think, is what this should have been about. And it didn't seem to be about that at all. Right. So, yeah, I agree. It was very strange.
0: So we're in the school hallway. Jasmine Fontana tells Corey and Sean all the girls in the locker room were talking about their show and then asks when they'll be on the air again. Corey says uh, real soon. But when she leaves, Corey and Sean have no idea how to how to do this. And then... Corey says hi to Mr. Turner and his response is, I don't know you. Mr. Turner says Feeney gave them responsibility and they abused it. He can't do anything about it. Corey and Sean try to convince Turner to talk to Feeney for them. Sean says Feeney is totally ignoring the first commandment. Turner tells them to stay away from the radio station, and but he's going to talk to Mr. Feeney to see if he can give them a second chance. Corey and Sean really want to get back on the air, and Corey knows they have to do it by themselves. And Sean agrees and says they'll need some help, which okay (laughs) they they see Alvin in the hallway and ask him if the radio they ask him if he knows about the radio station he says it's his baby and then they grab him and they go take a go take a look at the radio station which he calls Junior And then we're in the Matthews kitchen. Amy is going through the mail and finds a ton of magazines for Eric. Eric is convinced Robin Leach is going to show up and give him millions of dollars, especially since he is buying so many magazines. He's bought one for every letter of the alphabet, so oh, they can't Chester. miss him.
1: Yes. I remember Chester. I remember that Why, joke. I, I love that joke. I thought it was <laughs> so From that magazine. The, this was the amazing thing, though. As I'm watching this, I've now said Robin Leach ten times, and I still didn't, didn't remember, remember that, that Robin show. Leach showed up on the show. Yep. Yeah. So, no, I was
2: Watching it going, oh, we are talking about Robin Leach <laughs> an awful lot, an awful and it lot. Still yep. did not occur. You Same know what? I, it was definitely a pre-tape. Had Robin Leach yeah. pre- pre-tape, and so I bet you, like, I might not have even been there when that yeah. happened. Right. So, like, I think that's why I don't remember it. But it's weird because, I I of all the people we had on our show.
0: I knew who Robin Leach was. Like right, everybody so knew why who Robin I Leach. Was? Remember yeah. that he I, was. I didn't yeah, you just weren't there for it. Yeah. It
1: must have been one of those things where he. You're right. He showed up. We shot this once or twice and disappeared. Yeah. So it's a, a you know a total of an hour of right. our lives. Right. And I just, just didn't forgot. remember this at all. At all. Yeah. So but Alan, I did remember Chester.
0: Yep, yeah, so I Chester Magazine, ch- you yeah, had to Chester, change okay. your name in order to get it. Yep. It's a magazine for guys named Chester. By the way, <laughs> in this episode, I thought it was going to be the one where you called yourself Kyle. I did it, too. A- oh, I said geez. to
2: myself, I was thinking to myself, and I was like, yeah. oh, this is <laughs> the joke. <laughs> and then that's that, come.
0: That's exactly what <laughs> I happened. I think that's we much later. watching that scene, and I went, Ahh! I also <laughs> thought
2: when this line was said, I had to change my name, I thought for sure when Robin Leach showed up, that the he check was going to be you. written to Chester oh, and that yeah. that's why you couldn't get it. And I was going to be funny. like, oh, oh that's and funny. that's the the payoff is that by, you know, doing this scheme. You know, and that makes more that's sense funny. to me that's and actually funny. builds on it than what does happen. Dorothy which is, Muldoon. What? Yeah. The neighbor, what? Yeah. The neighbors yeah. were just sitting? Oh, okay.
1: Very strange. Uh,
0: so uh, Alan tells Eric he should earn money and work at his store. Eric is still convinced. And he as he leaves the room, Alan says he's glad he changed his name. And this was really when I realized... Eric is just 100% into full-blown dummyhood.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. And uh, I guess we're there.
0: Yep. Well, here we are. We and then it. we're in Mr. Feeney's classroom. Mr. Turner comes in to tell Feeney he heard his students were pulled off the air by censors.
2: Did you guys uh, get a good look at Tony's pleats? These no. are so pleated. I think are damn, really?
1: yes. yeah, like, like sliced cheese on them? I was
2: just like... I remember those kinds of pants. Like they're yeah. not cool anymore, but are they going to come back? I hope they so. they are cool
0: again. Z- are the they? Z Cavarici style pants, at least for in women's wear, are very Z- cool Z-Cavarici? Z-Cavarici? again. Z What is that?
2: I don't understand what it's, that is. What is that? Okay, a, is that a brand name
0: or is that? It's like a brand a, name, but they 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 were like a very specific. Um, here, I'll show you a picture of Z Cavarici's, and you will. You will remember them. Hot
1: Meets World, sponsored by Z Like, Cavarici. here's a
0: pair of Z Cavaricci pants. Well, it's a bad picture. But they're now, I mean, they're currently available. These are real ones. Currently available on Poshmark for $300 because Whoa. they are true vintage Z Cavaricci pants. But they were just extremely pleated. Like, right. here's a good picture of one. Like, this is a picture of a pair of, like, Z Cavaricis on a woman oh, now. Oh, yeah, for women. Okay. Yeah. But nice I feel
2: like there was a period where men had those. Like I remember thinking, like those are cool grown-up yeah. pants that yeah. I would never, that I would someday get to wear. And now I feel like if you have pleated khakis, people make fun of you. Uh, Pleats so are, are little, just
1: the are the the slice in the in the front, yeah, right? They're folds. Like when a they fold yeah, they're folds
2: with yeah. So it's like to make it to take the excess fabric and like bring it in. So it's actually like a, a way to be slimming right it's to okay. sh- well, like actually if you it's have- the other
0: way around it's oh, that okay. it's it's to add fullness to a certain area so they cinch gotcha. material in at the top that makes it grow because right. of the pleats right. so uh-huh. you can add fullness it's one of the you know it's yeah It's it was just cool it was the style I had a pair of Zeke Heverichis I thought they were so awesome um, that's different
1: than Sergio Valente correct correct okay
0: uh, but yeah, those pants are pretty awesome. And yeah. he really, he pulled them off. Yeah, well, Tony's um, got
2: like the tiniest waist in the world, so it's very flattering on him. Very flattering,
0: like, yep. I remember thinking those kinds of pants were cool. And,
1: still yeah. in that shape. The man is still oh, in that yeah. shape, too. I know. It's insane. should yeah.
0: Well, Turner says no. His aunt Ruth was a hippie. And Feeney says his papa was a rolling stone. Feeney hmm. says the kids showed bad taste on the radio. Turner asks, who decides what ba- what's bad taste? And Feeney says, you're looking at him. Mr. Turner fights for Corey and Sean. The students really loved the show. But now that they but now they can do it with adult supervision. Feeney asks, which adult, adult will be supervising? And Turner says, you're looking yeah, at you're him. You're looking at him. Feeney says he will take it under consideration. Then, as Turner's about to leave, Feeney asks if his Aunt Ruth was at Woodstock. Turner says no. And Feeney says, well, it must have been a different Ruthie Turner then.
1: Wow. Two very important jokes happening there. One, Feeney was at Woodstock, right. yep. and two, there's a good chance he was sleeping with women while he was there. <laughs> so that and one of that, them may have
2: been Turner's. One on.
1: may have been Turner's on.
2: But now, actually, just age-wise, does Feeney being at Woodstock make any sense? Woodstock he was sixty,
1: 60- eight, nine. Eight oh, okay. sixty nine. Yeah. so
2: if he's like 65 he would have been in his 30s in 90s. yeah okay this okay. is why see he, he would you always use the math
1: you, you you learn in school we just he used it on right the there. older side of addition woodstock, and
2: subtraction but, yeah. yeah all
1: right well he would have been one of the security guards that was our parking or something <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. because the he reality go is going most people fun. at
2: woodstock were like 18 to exactly. 24 yeah. so yeah. absolutely this is such a touchstone joke by the way like i feel like Every time you don't hear this anymore, but it used to always be like, "Well, I was at Woodstock," or like yeah. characters being at Woodstock would be like a way to reference, like, "I used to be hip," but it's right. such a generation. So, touchstone. what would
1: that be now? What would this generation's Woodstock ninety Woodstock nine? Yeah, I fire mean, yeah, Firefest. Like, fire fire <laughs> yeah. I tried
2: to go to Firefest. <laughs> oh wow!
1: What is this? Probably what it would have been. <laughs> no, I, I
2: do think I think nowadays, if you want to be countercultural, you've been to Burning Man.
1: Yeah, yes. right. but now or it's Coachella, basketball. right? Yeah, yeah. Coachella, no, right? No, but yeah.
2: Coachella's... no Coachella. W- w- well, it depends on what you're saying. Like
1: back in the day,
2: no, going to Coachella nowadays just means you're into popular bands and you like to go now, to a music yeah. festival,
0: right? But when it started, yeah, wasn't
1: it like an underground kind of
0: subversive yeah, it was way thing? Way more indie back in back in the day.
1: Maybe I don't know. I've never been. I would never. But also, go outside music and festival music. in
0: the desert with free love is is definitely be no, the, what Coachella they're trying Coachella
2: does not say free love to me. Coachella I'm, culturally says we paid a lot of money to go be in the heat and watch bands that we like. Like there's nothing alternative about Coachella in my mind. Maybe it started that way, but I've never thought of Coachella as anything other than a giant popular music festival. Whereas like Burning Man is like it's subversive in some way. It's it's anti-mainstream right. in the way that Woodstock was, right? Like that was the point of Woodstock is that it was the you know the long-haired hippies yeah g- coming together and like it was counterculture insuper- yeah it was countercultural yeah. like coachella doesn't have a countercultural vibe at all it's just did culture. Lollapalooza have a counterculture would that have been one or oh is my that god if, another- if we talk all- about
0: any more music festivals where none of us actually know what's going on with them i'm gonna stab myself in the eyeball Will- well <laughs>
2: we know what lilith fair was all about and that was definitely you know there's a there's an, a a vibe and a culture surrounding lilith fair that we can reference we can all acknowledge okay okay, okay. Lollipalooza, I think, was more grunge, right? That was more alternative music. I don't know. It was slightly alternative it's rock. All, that all was too
1: loud bottom. and outside for me. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just then, music starts blasting through the overhead speakers as Corey and Sean announce, the bad boys are back. Mm. And then we're in the school hallway. Feeney and Turner walk in from the back of the hallway and head towards Turner's classroom to see that all the students are excited. Turner and Feeney are angry that the boys went behind their backs, so they split off to find them. Now... This is not an important thing, but it really bumped me that they come from back where the radio station is. We saw you guys take Alvin Meese in that direction to go to the radio station. And yet Feeney and Turner come running around the corner and head down the hallway only then to split up. And like, it's almost as if they know you guys were not in the radio station, but there had been nothing to give that away yet. Right, right. I actually went back and watched it again to see if maybe I missed at the top of it you guys saying the bad boys of radio are back from a secret location. Like, I right. was like, there has to have been, but no, something. somehow they were on a search for you even though it should have been assumed that you were, of course, in the radio station. So Your,
2: di- your directorial brain is taking over. <laughs> I was like, like guys, this you're is like, really I bumping or- me. What? Yeah, no, I, 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 it didn't bother me, honestly. It was like, yeah. I also think something that we haven't talked about is like, the a very popular movie was Pump Up the Volume. Do you remember?
1: Oh, sure. Chris. And Sander. that was
2: all about a pirate radio station. Yep. And like mm. and I feel like there was a sort of in the culture in a way that you don't hear that about that movie that much anymore. But back in the nineties, I feel like that movie was like loomed large. And so this mm. whole idea of us like broadcasting from a secret location kind of would have just made sense to your average person watching the show. Maybe, right. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Well, Turner and Feeney stop in their tracks when Corey says Feeney wanted them to talk about the spring dance. But instead, they're going to give them a spring dance right here and right now. Sean tells everyone to dance. And then when Corey and Sean uh, are looking for a particular tape, Sean says out loud into the mic, it's behind the janitor's mops. And they've just given away their location. And then I give a
1: dope. You got a dough in there. Yeah. You straight up doeed it. Simpsons so weird to just be
2: completely riffing on Simpsons. Because you you had done it in an episode in first season, right? Yeah,
1: I did it. I ad libbed it at the table read and it got a big laugh, so they put it in. And then Rusty ad-libbed it during the run through, so they put it in. All
2: right. So here it um, is. Um
1: so we dough. And I've also noticed your <gasps> is now taken over for your ha. Like they're trying it's now the yeah. Corey and Sean thing. The You're trying to get yeah, the, the, the double the double going. Yeah.
0: So two seconds later, Mister Feeney finds them in the closet, and Sean says, "Don't move. Maybe he doesn't see us." This Were you going to break line, at the
1: beginning of that? I thought so too. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I funny. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Thought
2: this was funny, and yeah, so it's funny. a great line. It's a, it great, line, a great line.
1: Obviously, beautiful, brilliant comedic beat. Really, really great.
2: We talk a lot about moms on this podcast, and how important they are to
0: us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media?
2: But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing?
1: Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books.
0: Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers.
1: You are right, and that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for
2: bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement?
0: Love it. Here's why I like the Books company they are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano.
1: That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special.
0: And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with
1: 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
0: Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com
2: promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD.
0: When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever.
1: Say teched-out again.
0: Nope, that was a one-time show. snooze you lose.
1: Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard
2: ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger.
1: So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia.
0: And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai.
2: It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com.
0: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
1: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag,
2: a watch that says it all,
0: So then we're in the radio studio. Mr. Feeney brings Corey and Sean back into the studio to talk to Mr. Turner. They ask Turner if he listened to the show and if he has any constructive criticism. Mr. Turner is upset they didn't go with what they agreed on. And Sean said Mr. Feeney wasn't going to listen to him anyway. Turner says he was on the verge of giving them a second chance. And then they demonstrated why they don't deserve it. Corey says they were exercising their freedom of speech. Mr. Turner asks them to explain why they turned the school into a rave and explain why it was so important they had to shaft him. Corey says he wouldn't understand. So, Turner says, explain it like I'm stupid. He also accidentally flips Aww. on the radio light. And we see it in glare everywhere. 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 Just in case, in case you is. could possibly miss it.
1: In case you could miss it. But you're sitting down and oh talking slow to him.
0: So funny.
2: I impression. laughed out
1: loud at that. That was really, really funny. yeah,
2: I didn't remember it, but I was like, I
1: didn't oh, that's, either
0: that's that's funny, fun. that's funny. That, yeah. was that was really,
1: really funny. Really
0: funny. <laughs> I also love his response. Sean starts talking super slow to him, and Turner says, Pretend I'm smarter. <laughs> Pretend I'm smarter. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Sean says they were trying to find their place, and they're only seventh graders. They're nobody. Turner turns on the mics, as we've already said. They are honest with Mr. Turner about being lost, and he says that's all they need to do. He reveals that they are on air, and a lot of people are calling in. And then we do get the insert shot of all the phones calling in. from well, where? Where are they calling from? ha. <laughs> their first caller is mr feeney who compliments how mr turner handled it and then says he has a question what do you think is a proper punishment for these students turner says one week detention feeney says i'm sorry the radio signal must have gone out turner changes his answer to one month and feeney says he hears him loud and clear and then eric is the next caller who says to lock them up and throw away the key (laughs) Turner says they actually got off easy, and then Ludwig comes in with his father from the embassy and tells them Cory and Sean are the ones who tried to lock him up, and you guys jump up and have your frozen little faces. And what
2: does this have to do with anything? It's weird. <laughs> so what does this have to do with anything? Weird. It's
0: so... It's so... Wah, wah.
2: We're all scared that what? That, the, the embassy? The Germans' <laughs> embassy are going to... What? Like... It doesn't make it, any sense. None of it,
1: it makes no, any we, we, we've sense. We've learned our lesson now. It's, but now the Germans are after us? <laughs> like, so what weird. What the hell is happening? It's so
2: weird. <laughs> I know exactly what happened. I, I know that they just, the writers just loved that, the Ludwig character. You, yeah. know, they start, and, and you know what built throughout the week? It was probably like a one-off joke yeah. about yeah. The, the phone call, the the German hour's next. And they were like, what if, what if we saw the German kid? Right. And it did. And it naturally evolved. And I totally... I like I said I actually really loved that kid the was actor funny. and yeah. I think it's funny. But then to have it be the end of the episode, oh god, it's just. <laughs> wah, wah.
0: Well, then we're in the Matthews living room. Eric is on the couch watching TV. Alan says, "It's Friday night. Go hang with girls and friends." Eric says, "No money, no girls, no, no friends. friends." Alan says, "At least he has his magazines." The doorbell rings and Alan opens the door to see Robin Leach and some security guys. Eric thinks he's pulling his leg, and. Uh, I'm gonna assume they had to have asked Ed McMahon to do this first, and he just couldn't do it, and Mm -hmm. then they just filled in Robin Leach here. Maybe then. Now, what does this? I was trying to figure out why this did. I kept thinking,
2: okay, this is going to be a dream sequence. That's my first thought, and it really should have been because it makes no sense, and none of it actually makes any sense. But why aren't there cameras? Right. Why is Robin Leach narrating to nobody? He's narrating yeah. what he's doing. Even at the end, after everybody leaves, Robin Lee sits yeah. on the couch, and he's narrating for no reason. There's no yeah. cameras. Right. Right. I guess happening? the
1: cameras are supposed to still be in front of Dorothy's house waiting for her to yeah. back. But
2: then why is he narrating?
1: Why is he talking? I don't, none of it. None of it makes any sense. It's
0: absurd. Unless part of the joke is that he's so into the bit, it's not really even for the cameras. This is just it's all just he does. This is how he talks on no, the Now Robin Leach is yeah. going to the bathroom. That's right. like, exactly. That
1: see that, but that's how you yeah. make that a joke. Yeah, yeah. you don't just do it. I'm like, now like, turning on the 31 inch television like you do. Like yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. that would have
2: yeah. been funny. I did love how you guys dismiss him completely
1: once you yeah. know it's not for you. It's I like, thought weird, that was a
2: that you go from like what to like. I guess we're not. We didn't. And
0: you're right for sure that this would have been funnier and and a way to keep it not in a dream sequence is oh my gosh i'm gonna win and then it's to chester and it it is his alter ego but he doesn't get to keep the money i'm chester yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah,
3: exactly
0: well robin leach has a lot of lines he says them all very fast too eric asks to see the check robin opens it and eric starts jumping up and down until he realizes the name on the check says dorothy muldoon Alan says, that's not you, Chester. Robin says it's their neighbor who isn't home and asks if they can just sit and wait at their house until the winners get home. Robin talks about the great sofa and that how wonderful the family is and details the 30-inch console television set doing his lifestyles of the rich and famous shtick. And then we go to credits.
2: Yeah, which again, with the Egg McMahon thing, like... What does Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous have to do with showing up with a check? Like these are two Uh-oh. different two ideas that are completely just yeah. merged with like, a guy on TV with a voice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it
1: was an odd episode for me. And yeah. I was, we were on a run for a while where I was liking most of them coming out. And this yeah. one to me felt well, just I think like Danger Boy just
2: really was a solid classic Boy Meets World. Yeah. This, this felt like a sort of pastiche.
1: I also, and I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, Ryder. I remember this being kind of a pivotal episode, and I don't think it was. And I think the reason I remember it being so important was simply because of that one line of dialogue yeah. Yeah. that we have quoted for thirty years. Well, but right. I
2: also just think the idea of like taking over a radio station and right. like it, 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 and, you know we had a lot of guest stars. We you know it's it's just that thing, but be- between the, the the experience of acting in something, and I know I've, I've mentioned this before, like and then other times like like when we talk about Danger Boy right like what we remember is the roller coaster right? right but now watching it it's that moment when Ben breaks in the classroom and says oh everything's fine i'm doing oh, great. Yeah. It's great it's, it's yeah. like and it's like that probably didn't even register that that was happening that week right. for most of us because it was just Ben's amazing performance and Corey, you know this line and then this scene but so like what what actually is like lasts from an episode wasn't what sticks in our memory the most often because right. we we're so into just the immediacy of what was going on and i think the immediacy of this episode was super fun for us i think like we were all having fun like it's the, obviously you and rusty were just bantering and loving yeah. you know all yeah. of this so we we think about this episode as like a, with fond memories but now we can watch it and and be sort of critics. Yeah.
0: Well, as someone who wasn't there that week and someone who wasn't in the episode, I think perhaps you guys are being a little too critical of it. I I didn't.
2: Definitely. I mean, it's
0: a a romp, right? Like
2: the idea is that it's supposed to
0: just be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, when you actually dissect what free speech means and it blah, blah, blah. I mean, truthfully, a lot of, a lot of people, don't understand the difference between no, I get that. the right to say something versus whether you know. And well, so that's, that's why, that's why I wanted romp. to bring
2: it up because it, it it's one yeah. of those things that bothers me that right, we right. still yeah. culturally having this that we still
0: that, right yes, people still and that don't Bernie understand Terrell didn't
2: deal with it very well back then st- yeah. you know I'm not blaming the show I'm just no. I just it's one of the many things that I'm like really this episode's a little yeah. mixed
1: up. I just think we've done better romps we've done better romps. I've been involved with better romps than this previous romp mm-hmm. I just guys
0: watched. I once did a show where I was covered in honey and there was a bear that and it was a great ridiculous. romp it was, it, I just happened. remember it being an amazing romp <laughs> that
1: <laughs> never happened Danielle. okay
0: well our next episode season 2 episode 18 by hook or by crook it originally aired February 17th 1995 you guys can join us for uh, for that recap next week uh, thank you all for joining us for this episode as always you can follow us on Instagram pod meets world show you can send us your emails pod meets world show at gmail.com and we have merch Champagne merchandise and caviar dreams (laughs) Podmeetsworldshow.com Will, send us out
1: We love you all Pod dismissed Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive Producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in Charge of Production, Danielle Romo. Producer and Editor, Tara Sudbachsch. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon, and you can follow us on Instagram at World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
0: We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai
2: Ionic 5.
1: With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever.
2: And as you know, we are tech heads.
0: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ioniq 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
2: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you
0: want and purchases you need.